Happy Sunday to everyone, and thank you for tuning in. If this is your first time tuning in, you are here with Tiffany Robinson, also known as Ms. Lily's Flow, and I am the owner of Lily's Flow Face and Body Rejuvenation Spa, locally owned spa right here in the Gerard Liberty area. Handle all kinds of spa needs, massages, facials, detoxes, all things internal beauty and external beauty. I got you. I can handle it. Skincare. Um, so today, if, you, if this is your very first time tuning in, again, I want to say thank you. A few weeks ago, I had an amazing conversation with a really close friend of mine, and 30 minutes just was not enough to finish that conversation. So I invited him back for another week. So if you did not see that, hear that show, listen, I'm saying see as if I'm on TV, that should be coming though, but you know. <laughs> I'm trying to manifest that into my life. But if you didn't hear that episode, it was with Mr. Harrison Clay. Just a little bit of background again. Mr. Harrison Clay is an R&B recording artist. He has recorded and performed on the stages of many artists such as Keith Sweat, Keisha Cole. Um, he also has hit billboard charts in the top 10 overseas. Um in the top 10 with the likes of Miss Melba Moore. So, yep, just like to hype him up because he is extremely, extremely talented. I just want to get right back into the conversation that we were having before. Um, we were speaking about self-care, and I was getting a male perspective on that. And also he was talking about some of the things that he has had to triumph over within his life. He did have a very serious, serious medical crisis, um, a heart condition that he did not know that he had that could have cost him his life. Um, but he is very resilient and he is strong as ever. And he is here today and he's followed his dreams and pursued his dreams. So just want to get right back into that conversation that we have, we're having before. And where we left off before, we were talking about how you can get out of a dark place. So, Harrison, thank you for coming back. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Thank you. How are you been? I'm doing better. I'm doing well. I feel good. I'm um, doing good. So I'm I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me back and looking forward to diving back into this conversation. <laughs> okay. All right. So here we go. So we left off, as I said before, you were talking about how you were able to get out of your dark place. Um, I know you spent some time in the hospital. You had a lot, a lot of downtime recuperating um, from your, your surgeries and, and things like that. You had a lot of time to think. And mm -hmm. I remember you saying that you really thought about um, the trajectory of your life up until then. And also you were talking about the trajectory of your life after and, and just saying what was next for you, because it's basically like you got another shot at life. Mm-hmm. The, the revelation of, you know, coming to grips with uh, the actual events that took place, the recuperation process, I was down for three, almost four months uh, recuperating time. And in that time, I was forced to be still. It was, wasn't a lot that I could do or involve myself in. So I did a lot of thinking, a lot of internal work. Um just looking and evaluating of how you live, you live up until that point was just the routine of work, sleep and eat, you know, like animal, pretty much everything off of instinct. There's nothing 
really uh, exciting or anything that you're doing outside of just the normal routine. Your talents have died. Your your drive and motivation, your imagination is almost gone because you're just caught up in the rat race of trying to make it. And so the downtime helped me to appreciate, you know, that we're created more uh, than just settling for working nine to five and retiring and dying. You know, there's, I think everyone has a talent that's inside of them. A lot of times we don't nurture it and uh, we let others or we let circumstances kind of kill those dreams. Well, if you have a second chance at life or you just begin to orient your thinking differently, you'll find that you can accomplish the goals that you want, uh, take care of what you need to, but also refire the engines of imagination and creativity and investing in those talents and investing in self. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and just as you said, <laughs> I think this is something that rings true with so many of us. We all get lost in that rat race. Mm-hmm. We, we are. Um, I know sometimes when you see at a pet store and, and you see just those mice in the cage, they're just in that small cage, but they're just running in circles, running on that wheel. They're not going nowhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, They're not really doing anything substantial. The only time they stop is when they go to sleep, mm-hmm. basically, or they might eat something uh, or drink some water or something. Um, we're all caught up in that rat race. So you said you had time to be still, which many of us not only don't do, we just can't find the time to be still. So throughout you being still and and really listening um to yourself, basically, and really kind of getting in touch with yourself. A lot of times that can change the trajectory of our lives. It helps mm-hmm. it helps us to connect with who we really are on the inside, on a soul level. That's why I say self-care is so important because while you were down due to your health condition, you still had to do work to get yourself, you know, your strength and everything back. Mm-hmm. Um, so self-care for you, you know, until things that may be different than just the everyday person. But self-care is so important because it causes you to just sit still mm-hmm. and to just connect. I think that was one of the things that, you know, you start to, in my in my particular experience, I was going back through my childhood, childhood experiences, um, even childhood traumas and things that I hadn't faced because a lot of times we, busy ourselves to not think about yes. certain traumas that have happened, certain things that have taken place. You start to see the genesis of where certain coping mechanisms mm-hmm. uh, originated from. And so I, I was on that journey and didn't even realize it um, at that particular point, but it really helped me to unravel and to come to peace with or comes to come to grips with uh, the things that were missing, the why they were missing, how I was coping with it, but also um, along with the traumas, there were beautiful things that happened in my life and talents that I hadn't even really realized that I had that I said, okay, I got a second chance. I want to invest in those things. I want to I see what I can do. And I was always a writer, um, 
not really a performer or anything like that, but I always wrote poetry. I had a lot of poetry that was written. I wrote a lot during that time, which if you look at, you know, some of the suggestions that that we receive as far as self-care is journaling. So I didn't even realize I was journaling my recuperative process and the healing process, even getting out the feelings and emotions, the pain I was feeling, the pain of relationship, the pain of uh, different things that needed to come out. And finally it was here. You know, I was able to express it in a way and get it out and start that really that healing process on a different level. I, again, I had to heal physically, but there was a spiritual and uh, mental level that I also had to, to heal from. Right. So that mind, body, soul <laughs> connection is like a trifecta. Mm -hmm. All three of those things go hand in hand. Um, your body was healing, but also it, it kicked on that process of, of healing your soul. And, mm -hmm. and, and healing your you mentally as well. So um, what would you say to others who, who may not be having a, you know, necessarily a health crisis that to the extent that you went through? Um, they could just be finding themselves caught up in the monotony of life, frustrated over the monotony of life, just feeling stuck. You know, we feel stuck a lot mm -hmm. <laughs> as, as humans in, in different phases of our lives. What would you say to them who might sit there and say, okay, but you had that natural ability of singing. You had that natural ability of um, being able to write. Um, somebody might say, I'm not a, I'm not a writer. Mm -hmm. I'm not a singer. <laughs> I don't know what I am because, you know, life has taken so many twists and turns that unfortunately most people leave this life without even discovering their talents. Mm -hmm. So what advice would you give to anyone struggling to find out what their personal process is? My suggestion would be, or my advice would be, what do you enjoy doing? What is it that you really find the happiest or you find fulfillment in doing? Like, you know, it may not be singing or writing, but let's say you enjoy cooking mm -hmm. and you find your joy in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, you may not want to do it as a business or you may want to, you know, um, those are the times you start investing and looking at what around you. Some people are good at fixing things. They're, they're good with their hands in that way of uh, some people call it tinkering or whatever. Mm -hmm. Some people like to, uh, even if you like going shopping, it can be the simplest thing. <laughs> mm -hmm. But whatever it is that you find enjoyment in doing, then take the time to invest in that. You, it is an old expression or a scriptural expression of buying out the time. Mm -hmm. So you have to buy out the time for yourself. Everybody else in your life gets attention, but you. Mm -hmm. But it's your life. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so you have to. Be selfish. I know a lot of people may not like that term, but it's actually a good term because you can't help anybody else until you help yourself. So you have to take time out, take time out for yourself to really um, come to grips with, understand who you are, mm -hmm. um, understand your limitations. Mm -hmm. um, even though we, there are certain things that people just draw, and you know, it's like a, we talked about it earlier, like being a leech. And they, they drain your energy. Yes. 
Okay, then you start to identify who are these people in my life that are draining my yes. energy. I need to separate myself. I need to create mm -hmm. some boundaries. I need to, all these things are important, but you have to look at what's affecting you. Mm -hmm. And you can't worry about how this person is going to feel or this person is going to get their feelings hurt. Because I tell you what, if a person gets their feelings hurt over something that you're doing to better yourself, then that's a person maybe that you need to eliminate or somebody you need to restrict out yes, of your life. Exactly. Because that that you should want someone around you or have people around you that want to see you heal mm -hmm. and want to see you be the best that you can be and want to see you reach the next level, whatever that is. If you don't have that, then again, it's about you. You mm -hmm. have you may have to do it alone. You may have to do it alone in the framework of a family. You may have to you know, okay, this is my time, you know, and not let anything interfere. Whatever it is, set boundaries, set limitations for yourself, but take the time to really develop that and develop yourself and not be afraid or feel bad because you're doing that. And I think that's the thing, too. Sometimes we feel bad for taking out yeah. the time for, <laughs> yes. for me. You need me time. Mm -hmm. You do. just need it. You definitely do. And you hit on a good point. I did a video um I believe a month or two ago, where I said self-care is not selfish. Um, we're conditioned a lot of times to feel that anytime we take out time for ourselves, anytime we do something for ourselves special, that then we're being selfish. Um, it goes back to that age-old cliche saying that if you don't put that oxygen mask on yourself before you put it on anyone else, including your children, mm -hmm. you're all going to go down. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you have to be your cup has to be full. You have to be equipped with the the mental capacity to be able to to care for your loved ones, to care for your children. Most importantly, um, you have to care for yourself. You have to want to do that. Mm -hmm. You also said that buying out that opportune time, buying out that time for ourselves. It doesn't have to, you know, it doesn't have to start off where you're taking a whole entire day. Most of us can't do that. Mm -hmm. We have responsibilities that that keep us from doing that. Um, but even if it's just five, 10 minutes a day, start off, mm -hmm. take those five or 10 minutes and just sit in silence. Mm -hmm. <laughs> silence is, is a beautiful, amazing thing, connection that yeah. we have, um, to just sit there with, with, with no music on, sit there without a TV on when the kids go to bed, <laughs> sit there in silence for five to 10 minutes and you'll be surprised the things that come to you mm -hmm. and um, the benefits that you can get from that and the, the calmness and the stillness. It, it's amazing. It, it really is. It really is. And like you said, if it's five or 10 minutes, I, I think that sometimes it requires a little sacrifice mm -hmm. and that sacrifice may mean getting up earlier than everybody else mm -hmm. or, you know, uh, taking advantage of everybody has free moments, I, I say, mm -hmm. um, whether it be in transportation, from taking going to work or if you're taking your kids to school or, you know, just, the, you know, we have time. Sometimes we feel that time with being on our phones. We feel that time with, uh, you know, mundane things. But if you actually take that time and say, you know what, I'm going to be still. I'm going to take this time to meditate. I'm going to take this time to go sit 15 minutes outside in nature mm -hmm. and just be quiet. Listen, 
there's so much being said that's beneficial. When you listen to, for me, it's listening to the birds talk. The birds mm-hmm. have a song that they sing. What is it are they talking about? And people might find that weird, but it's a language that they're speaking. The breeze has a language. Mm-hmm. The Everything has a language. Mm-hmm. If you stop and you be still, you can hear it. You can hear it beyond all the traffic and all the other noise that's going on. And I think that the our mechanical world and technology has separated us from what's natural. Yes. Um, and we got to get back to certain things that are natural. You don't have to spend money on self-care. It's nice, but you can actually take out five minutes and just go outside and take a breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. Let, like you said, let that be a start. Five or ten minutes, you walk into your car. Before you get in your car, five or ten minutes, just, just staring at the sky, looking at the sunrise, or looking mm-hmm. at the sunset, looking at your surroundings. All those things are beneficial to replenish your soul, replenish the things that have, are missing or that have been taken away or helping you in your healing process. Yeah. Um, You mentioned the sounds of nature. One of my favorite, favorite, favorite sounds that I love to hear is the rustling of the breeze through the trees. And the only way you're really going to hear that is if you're just sitting there observing. If you're sitting there quiet, Um, nature is beautiful. Nature can calm. Nature can heal. Nature has so much power that we as humans need, even just getting out and getting some sunlight, Mm -hmm. getting out and and walking barefoot in the grass, just allow yourself to feel that it can, Mm -hmm. it can heal. It's, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And the more that you do these things, I never, 10 years ago, if you had ever told me that I would have been outside with my shoes off, (laughs) running around (laughs) in the grass, Staring at the sun and sitting there listening to the leaves, I'd have said, okay, have, have you lost your mind, mm-hmm. Tiffany? But honestly, it has helped me to stay balanced and it has helped me to keep a sound mind. Mm-hmm. Those things all together. So don't sleep on the nature, y'all. No. <laughs> get, out there, get out there in nature. Get that sunlight. Mm-hmm. Get, let that breeze hit you. Get out in, in the moonlight. Also, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. at night, the, the stillness of the night and just stargazing and moon gazing is beautiful and it connects you. It's beautiful and it can heal. We're so programmed with artificial. Think about working. Uh, a lot of people's work schedule is 12 hours a day, eight to eight to 12 hours. So eight, those eight to 12 hours, you're in a, almost in um, everything is artificial. The, the light is artificial. The environment is artificial. The air, because most of them have air conditioner or whatever. So you're surrounded um, you're surrounded by all of this artificialness. And so artificial is not good for your body. Natural is what's good mm-hmm. for your body. Even yeah. when you think about diet, all those things. So we just have to take out time, separate ourselves from the artificial and really concentrate on You're exactly right. Much as I love this conversation, we are going to have to take a moment now because we got to keep this show on the air. So we are going to hear a word from our sponsors and then we are going to get right back into this discussion, okay? We're not going to work. Y'all not going to work either. Don't change the ch- don't change the channel. We're coming right back.
So I promised you guys that we would be right back, and here we are. So thank you for those sponsors. I want to um, just shout out all my sponsors. I, I love you guys, and I'm so glad that you guys um, are believing in me in this, this show and the message that I'm trying to send out. Um, Harrison, one thing that I, I want to ask you also. Um, I know you listen to a lot of videos as well as I do. We discuss them a lot of times. We read similar books and mm -hmm. things like that. And there was one that I saw and it spoke of how when, how you can look at people even within your life and look at people outside of your life. And so many of us are actually walking around as grownups, but yet we are still wounded, trauma-filled, fearful children who did not get the correct help um, and counseling as children to deal with different traumas. It doesn't matter how old you are. You could be our age in our 40s, all the way up to somebody in their 90s mm -hmm. that has never gotten help or dealt with a lot of trauma that they've dealt with. Within our community, we there's a negative stigma to getting help um, to deal with traumas. Things are kind of brushed under the rug. You just don't really deal with them. You just kind of pass them off as if nothing. How do you feel about that? How do you think that can be helped? Um, I guess my biggest thing is it's sad at this particular time because there is so much trauma, I think, that all of us have suffered. And as a man, as a Black man, the way we're raised in a lot of environments is, and I, again, speaker just for the men, is we don't deal with that. Um, we suck it up. We It's a sign of weakness to be able to not only share your feelings and emotions, right. um, it, it's an opportunity for your enemy to, um, you know, come in there and take advantage. And I think it's done damage. I think we passed that on mm -hmm. generationally. Generationally, yes. Um, and that's one of the generational curses that needs to stop. Yes. Mental health and mental, emotional nurturing and seeking professional help is good. I think it's necessary because of all. I mean, there's so many people dealing with so many baggage. If you think just from, you know, we talk about women uh, dealing with, and even with the Me Too movement, dealing with uh, molestation and rape, there's a lot of men suffering, have suffered at the hands of someone else being molested. Mm -hmm. They carry those feelings and emotions that act out in different ways. But to seek it professionally, to get professional help, to deal with a lot of those traumas, let alone all the other things that we've had to deal with, racism, all the other things that we've had to deal with on a different level. There's trauma that has been inflicted, even street life. Mm -hmm. You know, there's so many things that we've witnessed that a young child shouldn't have absorbed. Right, right. And it transfers into negative things it can. And so it's it's good to be able to, to sit down and talk with a professional. I think it's very yeah. beneficial and very needed. Yeah. And even sometimes we don't even know. We're dealing with trauma. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we could think, oh, I didn't nothing happen to me when I was a kid. Oh, nothing. You know, I didn't go through nothing. 
But then when you sit down and start talking to somebody <laughs> and you mm-hmm. realize, oh, wait, okay. Yeah, I did go through some things. Mm-hmm. You know, so even if you might feel that you don't need it, there's still nothing wrong with going and just talking. Mm-hmm. Talking helps tremendously. I would recommend it to everyone if they can, because you can be passing trauma along to your children that you don't even know is trauma. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so if you can break away from that stigma, you know, as a community, get the help that we need, build up our communities, build each other up, build up this next generation coming for, for our kids, for our grandkids, for our great grandkids, get rid of that trauma, those generational curses, mm-hmm. go get help. <laughs> and speak life, speak yeah. life and positivity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Life, positivity, love, all of those things. That is not a weakness to do those things. And I swear, I'm going to do this till the day I die. You're going to hear me say this. You're going to, I'm not going to change. I'm going to be positive. I'm Mm going to try to spread love. I'm going to do that. Mm -hmm. So my goal is a passion of mine. I I want everyone to, to, to see that light and to follow that light and to follow suit. And to, to just really shine and be the best that they can be for themselves as well as for others. So that is all the time that we're going to have. This time goes by so fast. <laughs> so we're going to have you on again. <laughs> You're going to have to come back again. And I just feel uh, like we, we have are, so are. many things to talk about mm-hmm. that, you know, this amount of time just isn't enough. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. I really appreciate each and every one of you. Please spread the word to everyone. Um, Tune in on 4 p.m. on Sundays, as you are now, for some more inspirational, upbuilding, positive conversations and interviews and things to that nature. So everyone have a beautiful, beautiful Sunday. Have a beautiful week, a beautiful month, beautiful year, and make that into an amazing, beautiful life, okay? Bye-bye.